Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate it. Happy Monday, and thank you for joining me. If you've been riding with me for a long time, go ahead and grab your ankles, stick your head between your legs because I want to kiss your ass. And if you're here for the first time, welcome. What I do here is try to give the best information in the shortest amount of time possible. And today we got a really good one. Five truths about women you probably don't know. Before I jump into the content, I want to thank you guys once again for the awesome reviews. I actually got one today from a guy, and he was talking about how good the podcast is, but he doesn't like how I talk about hunting because he's a vegetarian or a vegan or something like that, and how I say soy boys and and make fun of those. And I don't even remember saying soy boys, by the way, but I probably did. But um, it was so funny, dude. He's like, yeah, it's an awesome podcast, great information, but the whole hunting thing can't really ride with that so I showed that to my girlfriend and she's a vegetarian coincidentally and she got a good laugh out of that so what's up Emmanuel I thought that was fucking hilarious and that just goes to show that I read all the reviews I read all the testimonials and I also stalk you guys on Instagram when you follow me so if you leave me a review just email me at coachmarksing at gmail.com and wow I will send you a bunch of really cool shit and if you follow me on Instagram I'm going to be stalking you in my stalker hide outside your home Got a sniper rifle trained on you, and I am going to fully stalk you, Stalker Texas Ranger, up on your Instagram page. So follow me there too, at Coach Mark Singh. All right, so today we're going to talk about those things that you probably don't know about women. So what do you say we jump into it? All right, the first one is something that I only learned like a couple years ago, and it was pretty interesting to me. I had a girl tell me, she's like, how often are you scared for your safety? And I said, well, what do you mean? And she's like, how often do you feel like scared for your life, scared for your safety, like you're going to get hurt, bodily harm? And I was like, I don't know, maybe once or twice a year, I guess. And she's like, yeah, as a woman, we're scared every single day. And I was like, whoa, really? She's like, yeah, you know, we're, we're smaller than guys. Um, one in three women are raped or sexually molested. You know, they're oftentimes under a lot of threat from dudes. And not saying that all dudes are bad. In fact, if you're probably listening to this, you're probably a good guy. But there's a lot of threatening guys out there. And just think about if you were smaller than everybody else, if you were weaker than everybody else, and then people wanted something from you, right? Especially like a hot girl. Hot girl has that all-powerful vagina in her pants and all guys want to get it. Well, some guys are malevolent, you know, and some guys will just take that from her. I mean, I just learned, Marissa was telling me that um, we were watching that Epstein thing. Have you guys been watching that on Netflix? And now we're watching Trump. And that dude, Matt Lauer from uh, CBS or the Today Show or whatever, apparently he like raped a girl in his office. I I don't know the truth of it. Like I don't ever make claims. So don't hold me to that. I'm just saying what she told me. But it's like, really that dude? That guy looked like one of the nicest dudes ever, a reporter who was in a high standing and like... You know, with the Epstein guy, I don't know if you guys know what happened with him, but he molested like fucking hundreds of 15-year-old girls. Horrible. And then apparently, once again, apparently, I'm not saying I know anything, but according to the documentary, uh, one of the princes of England, Prince Andrew, I think it is. Once again, don't quote me on that. Bro, I have a shit memory, so come on. I'm just relating what I heard, so don't quote me on any of this. But like apparently, 
he like raped or molested this 15 year old or like, wait, she was 17. Why the fuck would he do that? Right? Why didn't he just go get a prostitute? Why do you have to rape an underage American girl when you're visiting Jeffrey Epstein's house on some island? Anyway, if you haven't seen it, check it out. But man, you know, sexual predators and girls being raped and, and stuff like that happens a lot, dude. Like I've been with a ton of girls and I'm telling you, it is about one out of three because they would tell me about it. And so women are afraid for their safety all the time. And that's why they go to the bathroom together. That's why they go to clubs together. That's why, you know, they might have some trepidation about coming to your house. And I always say, you know, when I'm about to date a girl, I always say, hey, are you comfortable with me picking you up or would you rather meet there? And we have to be cognizant of the fact that they may be uncomfortable to just straight come over to your house. Now, I had a client actually tell me a better way to say that rather than saying, are you comfortable with me picking you up? He says, would it be easier for you if I picked you up or would you rather meet there? Therefore, she doesn't have to tell you that she's uncomfortable with you. So it kind of smooths over that social interaction. Kirk, thank you for that piece of advice. Fucking awesome. I'm switching up my coaching, that little part of my coaching based on that. It's really good to say, hey, would it be easier for you if I picked you up or would you rather meet there? We need to be cognizant and respectful of her trepidation about guys because, dude, she could have been raped. Bro, I've heard, fuck, I've heard some stories, man. I mean, not only in my coaching career, but also just chicks that I've dated. There are some fucked up guys out there. And that is why my little daughter is going to be taking jujitsu when she's four years old. You can enroll them when you're four years old, bro. When she's 12, 15, she's going to be a fucking black belt in jujitsu and fuck everybody up so that when she goes to college, I know she can choke some dudes out and that's what I want to do for her. So number one is they feel threatened much of the time. And that kind of leads into number two, which is women inherently aren't malevolent. And one of the reasons I filmed this podcast is because I was watching a bunch of like red pill videos or men going their own way. Have you guys heard about this? MG toe, men going their own way. It's like basically, and look, if you're a part of this, don't get butthurt, but here's how I see it, okay? It's a bunch of guys who haven't fixed this part of their life, so they've gotten resentful towards women, think that women are malevolent, women are out to hurt guys, they have cold hearts, ice in their veins, and they're butthurt about it, so they're like, we're going to go our own way, fuck women. Honestly, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with it at all. What's the solution? Figure the shit out. Because once you learn it like I did and like what you're doing, you can master it. And not only can you master it, but you can be like a puppet master and control the whole situation. I'm not saying control women. I'm saying have control over your attractiveness to women and don't get butt hurt because you don't understand the rules. It's like you're playing a game to which the rules you don't understand. You get butt hurt and then you blame the people who wrote the rules. Or you blame the players. They didn't even fucking write the rules. Women didn't write these rules. That's just how they are. They're not inherently malevolent. They just act on their emotions. And if you're not creating the right kinds of emotions in women, they're going to blow you out. It's just the way it is. And that goes into my next point, which is the only way to keep a woman. And this is point number three. The only way to keep a woman isn't with agreeing that she's your girlfriend. Agreeing she won't cheat on you agreeing she's not going to like other guys' posts or hang out with other dudes at the clubs. The only way, my friend, is to get her emotionally invested in you and better yet, get her to fall deeply in love with you and keep her in love with you. And that goes into my next point. Funny enough, women will cheat on guys. 
Yes, they will. Not because they're malevolent, not because they have bad intentions. Not all women are fucking assholes, just like men aren't all assholes. It's the same fucking thing. Girl, if you want to keep a dude interested, you got to like take care of your body, be fucking hot, be a great girl, give a great blowjob, like be a great partner, a great supporter to your man, a great team member with your man. That's how you're going to keep him interested. You know, and then chicks get pissed off and there's a whole movement of those women who are pissed off at men because of that truth. But look, let's accept the truth. How's the way to keep a girl interested? Fucking make her fall in love. How's the way to keep a guy interested? Give him bomb ass sex, suck his dick like a goddamn champ, be a support for him, be in your feminine energy, and he will stay attracted to you. So what's interesting is that when you, as a man, do not give a woman what she needs, which is validation, attention, a chase, keep her chasing you. I even get Marissa to chase me, and I I live with the chick, but I know how to game her in our relationship so she stays interested. If you don't do that, she's going to cheat on you. And you know what? Sometimes she'll cheat down, which means she'll cheat with a dude who isn't even up to your level. But because you don't give her enough attention, she's going to look for that attention elsewhere. There was some movie that came out back in like the early 2000s. I'm sorry, I can't remember what it's called. But there's this one scene where the woman's cheating on her husband with the dude. And the dude is sitting there like licking her armpit. Like he's like licking the armpit and her hand is kind of like up in the air and she kind of has a weird look on her face, but she's sitting there kind of enjoying it. And the husband walks in, he's like, what the hell's happening? And she's like, I don't know, but I was just enjoying the attention. And that's what it is, is that women love attention. They need validation. They need to be told they're loved, they're wanted. Once they're in love with you, you need to validate them and they will cheat down. Another phenomenon of this is this. In the bars and the nightclubs, obviously I have a girlfriend, so like I don't hook up with chicks, but they really want to hook up with me. And I say, no, no, no. Next thing I know, I turn around and they're like making out with another dude. It's because I get them so warmed up. They need that release, need that release. And they say, fuck it. If he's not going to have me, I'll just go for this guy. He's the next best option. So they'll cheat down as well. If they're with you, And they run into a guy who he's got some game, but he gives her what she needs that she's not getting from you, which is attention. She will cheat down. Now, as all things go with seduction and with life, there's a balance there. When I say you need to give her attention, you also need to be hard to get. So there needs to be that calibration. If you're too much attention, too easy to get, then she's going to cheat on you with a guy who isn't giving her too much attention, who's hard to get. So it's like, You need to get that balance perfect with your women because whatever part that you're off on, she's going to go seek it in somebody else. All right, that leads me into point number, what are we on, four, five, something like that? Okay, so women flake a lot on all guys, not just you, okay? I got flaked on a lot too, even when my game was strung tight as a drum. Like when I was really good, I'd still get flaked on. Now, there's certainly ways to prevent girls from flaking on you. There's ways to reprimand a girl correctly when she flakes on you, but I got flaked on too. Even by girls who they suggested we hang out, they flake on me. Why is that? Because women act on their emotions and rationalize it after. So let's think about this from a woman's perspective, okay? First of all, she knows that she has to look hot for you. So she's got about an hour or two of makeup and hair to do. She's got to be in a good mood. She's got to feel sexy because if she feels fat which a lot of women do, even the super hot ones, 
If she feels fat, she's not going to want to go out. She's not going to get into that little dress. She's not going to want to do it. Next point is, is that she's thrown to and fro by the outside circumstances of her life. So she got some bad news. She got in a fight with her boss. She got in an argument with her mom, whatever. And she's not feeling it. She's going to flake on you. Now, for some reason, a lot of the times they're not straight up about it. They make up some lie because they don't want to hurt your feelings. But in the end, they actually hurt you more than if they just goddamn told the truth. Like, hey, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling sexy tonight. I've got a pimple on my forehead and I hate it. And so I'm making up a lie that my cat is sick or my best friend has diarrhea and I have to hold up her leg as we drive down the freeway and she launches diarrhea out the back window. So they make up these lies because they don't want to hurt you. It's the same reason they'll give you their phone number without any intention whatsoever to text you back. It's because it's easier that way. All right, so what is the solution to the inevitable truth that women are going to flake on you? The solution is to fill your pipeline with more girls at the top of the funnel so that the good ones filter out the bottom. Because invariably, there's going to be girls that even girls who are into you that are going to flake on you. So if you have five girls that are pretty into you, there's a good chance you're going to get to go on a date with any of those girls at any given time. And then when those girls flake on you, as I've discussed ad nauseum in this podcast, you're like cool with it. You're like, whatever, not emotional, not getting butt hurt. It's chill. But just to let you know, if you flake again, that's a deal breaker. I discussed this a lot in some previous episode. I think it was the, uh, three ways that girls use you. I think I talked a lot about that, how to deal with a girl flakes, and I will do a dedicated podcast episode on that in the future. All right, my last point, and I think I said five truths about women you don't know, but maybe there's six here. But the next one is women absolutely love sex. They love sex, especially when you can do it right. Now, as I spoke about in How to Please a Woman in Bed, how to make her look like a screaming demon that just got hit with a tornado. If you're good at cunnilingus, then you will technically be good in bed in the eyes of women. So I don't want you to freak out too much, but they love sex. And when I say sex, I mean like all the stuff, cunnilingus, foreplay, having actual sex, all that stuff, but they absolutely love it. And sometimes, and this is really funny, I was hanging out with a couple of girlfriends over the weekend and they said, you know, I just can't get sex. I just can't get laid. And I looked at them and I knew what they meant, but I was like, you know, any other guy hears that, he's going to think, what the fuck are you talking about? You're like a solid freaking 8.5. You could get sex anytime you want to. You could literally walk into that Sears right there and just hit on the first guy you see and he will probably have sex with you. But when women say they can't get sex or they complain about not getting sex, I want you to imagine it like this. Have you ever really wanted to eat some good French fries and you're super hungry for French fries, you really desire them? But let's say you're like at some kind of like flea market or you're at like a baseball game and the only kind of fries they have are like shitty fries. So you go up to the vendor and you look at the fries and you're like, ah, I can just tell, man, they're cold. They've been sitting there under the heat lamp for like 25 minutes. They're cold. They're not going to be good. There's hardly any salt on them. No, I don't want them. And then you walk away and you're like, fuck, I really want some fries, but I can't find any. Well, what you mean by that is you can't find any good ones. So the thing about women is this, is that they can have sex like whenever they want to, but the problem is, is that there's so few guys out there who make the cut as far as being able to attract them correctly, to give them the correct kind of sex that they want, that they feel like it's scarce. See, for us, it's the other way around, isn't it? We, we really want sex with a lot of different girls. I mean, we'll see like five to 10 girls almost per day who we'd be willing to have sex with, 
But for a lot of us, we can't get it. So it's a total opposite situation. So when you hear women say, God, I can't get sex, it doesn't mean that like they have trouble getting sex. It means they have trouble getting the kind of sex that they actually want. So what's the solution to that? You got to keep studying, keep working on yourself so that you become that dude. I'm telling you, not only myself, but for my clients and my other coaches, we have had girls thank us. Thank you for seducing me. Thank you for giving me that experience. Thank you for this one night stand. Like literally, thank you. Like shake our hand like and bow. Like thank you. Like a Japanese person. Like thank you. Arigato. Ai, ai, arigato. Like super like genuinely thanking us. Why? Because women want to be swept off their feet, but they want to be swept off their feet in the right way. Yeah, they could go into freaking Home Depot and find the first jackass they see and have sex with him, but it's going to be horrible because he has no game. He's going to supplicate to her, probably doesn't take care of himself. Like most Americans, he's probably overweight, not in shape, not masculine enough. And it's like gross. It's like disgusting sex. It's like eating a freaking wet noodle of a French fry that you're like, oh God, I really wanted French fries, but this is horrible. That's the experience. So women love sex. It feels so good for them. The next time you're with a woman, just lick slowly on her clitoris and just watch her spasm. It's heaven for her, but she needs to have it in the right way. It's almost like the presentation, the buildup is more important than the actual event. So you need to give her that. And how do you do that? You work on your game. How do you work on your game? Well, I dare say, keep listening to my podcast and even get some fucking coaching. Because you'd be surprised at how much your internal workings, your programming in your brain is affecting your game. So if you have trouble with women, if you're getting ghosted, you're not really getting good attraction, it could very much be that there's some programming in your brain that says you're not enough, hot women are too good for you, you couldn't be that guy that's the delicious french fries that just came out of the fryer at McDonald's with the salt on them and it's like those are the french fries she really wants. You might believe you can't be that guy. You feel like the wet noodle french fry at the ballpark that's been sitting under the heat lamp for the last 20 minutes and it's like a disgusting experience. If you feel that way about yourself, there's the problem right there, dude. And that's why you're not getting women attracted to you. You're not giving them that experience. But I'll tell you, women can see it. They look at you and their little radar systems. They can see exactly what's going on in your head, the way you hold yourself, the way you talk, the way you walk, the way you move, the way your eyes blink, the way you hold your hands. Everything is subconsciously communicating what's going on inside your head. And you need to have the mechanism flowing and working as smoothly as possible. Otherwise, women will not get attracted to you and they will not want to have sex with you. And again, they aren't malevolent. They're not mean. They're not bitches. I hate this whole movement of these guys feeling sorry for themselves and blaming women because of it. That is the weakest victim mentality, bitch ass weakness I have ever seen. Really? <laughs> women are mean. They reject me. Dude, sack the fuck up and learn the shit. Work on yourself. Work on yourself and let all those other weak guys think that way. No, women are not malevolent. They just want to be gamed correctly. They want a fucking man, just like we want a hot girl. Okay, we don't want a girl who's fat because when a girl's fat, she's got some issues going on in her head. And I stand by that most of the time. She's got issues going on in her head. So she is unattractive. We want a sexy girl who takes care of herself and we're not malevolent because of that. That's just how we're programmed. Just like women are programmed to be attracted to high value guys who make no apology for who they are. 
If you're having trouble with women, bro, don't hold it against women. You need to work on yourself because I guarantee you, women have good hearts just like we have good hearts, but we're going to do what the fuck we want to do, aren't we? If a girl isn't hot enough and you take off her clothes and she's loose, I had a client say this the other day. He's like, she was kind of loose, so I'm not going to call her back. That's important to us. We don't have to apologize for that. It's important to us because it's a sign of health. We want girls to take care of themselves. We don't have to apologize. That's in our freaking programming. That's in our DNA, literally 200,000 years of evolution. Well, it's the same thing with women. They want a guy who's high value, confident, has his inner workings together. Why? Because evolutionarily speaking, if she has a baby with you, you are going to have the highest chance of taking care of that baby or at least passing on genes to him or her so that him or her can become successful in life. And that's how it works. So don't get butthurt about it. Just realize how women work, how you work, and fix yourself. That's the solution. All right, guys. Once again, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. And I will see you in the next episode.